advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. I was about to Man. check my watch, but I don't wear a watch, and I haven't ever. I don't know why I wanted to look at my watch. I was like, oh, what time is it? <laughs> what watch would I... What, what hand do you wear your watch on? Depends. Left. Left? If you're yeah. right-handed, you're wearing your left? Yeah, if you're... Here's right. a funny thing, though, because if I was going to mime a watch motion, I would do the typical watch motion. You're right. because you don't wear a watch. Sometimes I do wear a watch, and if it's a regular watch, not like a smart watch, I wear it where the face is down. Like this. So yes. if I have to look at a watch, I look at the watch like that, mm, but I would still mime it like that. It's like yeah. looking at your nails like this. Yeah. Or that, like this. We know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it bugs me. To, it bugs, The face on the back of my wrist bugs me. How do you look at your fingernails, though? I don't. Whenever I, mean, I, whenever I, whenever I, them, like, whenever I pimp slap a bitch, too, the what? face on the back of my wrist bugs me. That's what's, you know. Yeah. What, what, what bothers you? Whenever I pimp slap a bitch, I heard that part. Obviously, yeah, the face on the on the back oh, of the my face on the back. Of yeah, it bugs me. You. Yeah, yeah. I, we needed that bell ring. That fucking good bell ring it was we a good bell that. ring. It was good. It was solid. Yeah. It was fucking good. It was good. I was happy about my clink. To be honest, too. Center, I didn't even hear center it. of the glass. Was it good? I it didn't even hear decent, it. Clink. Yeah. yeah. Usually, if it's good, I hear it. I didn't hear that one. Mm. I meant to mm. count the. Oh, uh, it doesn't. It, it makes no. It makes no rhyme. No, I'm trying to get a. I'm trying no to get a, a. A pattern here, like an average statistical average. Uh, I'm trying to be the same. Yeah. Don't call no, that. That'll fuck that. him up. About it, yeah. If it's same. nine, you can tell it's him some weird same. ass number like fourteen. If I could be able to, bing, 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 bing. yeah, it's not the same. No? It's not. No. 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 Well, I mean, there's a historical record of it. Someone could fucking spreadsheet that out and get some averages <laughs> if they want. There's a lot of them. Like, I and, and, just and, and would, I'll when, be honest, that wouldn't be as difficult as finding PetSmart like that motherfucker found. Like finding bell rings, it's right at the beginning of every episode. It's there. Yes. You could find it like yeah. at well, not this every mark. Episode. Yeah. Well, it's at this mark. It's like please read when from sheets. When did you sheets. get it? What's two that? years ago? When did you two get years? The, when this hasn't always been there. Are we counting this or Is the bell? Is it two years? No. This was Christmas, yeah, from Maddox. Year and a half ago. Yeah. Year and a half ago. Yes, yeah. Year and a half ago. So, it wasn't 20, last Christmas. Twenty twenty one. Before, yeah. Twenty twenty. Deep COVID. Twenty twenty. Huh. Mm-hmm. I wish my beard looked as good in person as it does on that small camera. Yeah, yours looks great. Me too. I don't know. Mine's it's the, the Me Too beard movement. I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like mine looks the same. I don't know. I went to Tiki Co the other day. This fucking Did guy you? caressed my beard, and mm-hmm. I was like, "What's really? happening right now?" He's all, "I like that's it." That's weird. Like, Some oh, rando? No, it was like my friend's by? husband. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know him though. Like we hadn't even show, like shaking Did hands. Did you say she likes it too? Yet. 
<laughs> it was loud. It was like you can't really hear each other even talking, you know? It was yeah. that thing where he walked up and he was like He was like, I wanna fuck you like an animal. Maybe. They yeah. said. You call me Brent Reznor and he said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were Trent that day, though. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's yeah. true, yeah. <clears throat> I do go by that. I wanted to go I still haven't been there. Like I still haven't been there. I've never been there. I mean I've I've been I was Saturn? in there. Yeah. I was in there Spiders. when they were building it. Like Roy showed me around. Dude, it's it's amazing. You should. I just. just I, I know you don't like. I, t- I tried like a couple of weeks ago. My a friend of mine was in town. He and his wife. And he's supposed to go there. They wanted to grab a beer, and I was going to go down there, but they weren't open yet. It was uh-huh. like four o'clock or yeah, something. That's when they opened. Yeah, like what, late, like four. What uh? What do you go there for? Tiki drinks, me? rum drinks. Yeah, anything. Like yes. why, would, why would I go to get a delicious get a drink. mixed drink? Like, which uh, is why I want to go. Even Sherry, like I would. It was my friend's birthday. I had. I would like to go. I never go to bars. I don't do that. But I would like to. Just be like, me. what's a good mixed tiki tropical rum drink? Like, let me try what you got. Uh, like, throw something at me. I don't want a mixed drink. Oh, you can get regular whiskey. I don't know if they have much selection, though, to be honest, huh. for that. I don't know, though. I can't. Or even I, just I shouldn't, get a, say, I shouldn't say that. I, I have no idea, actually. Just get a really nice rum. I get a Diet Coke every time I've ever gone. I just huh. get a Diet Coke or a Sprite. So you go to a bar. Yeah, I don't drink. To get a Diet Coke. You don't drink. Mm-mm. Damn, what a liar. You don't drink in public, then. I mean that's a, that's a solid logical fact that you just spouted. But I don't drink to get drunk. Like I don't go to a bar and get a drink. True. No, neither do I. I went just because it was my friend's birthday, and like yeah. I saw like a bunch of friends from high school. So, but you weren't curious as to what their bar held. Not really. I mean, huh? fuck, man. Like, what am I? I know. For? I'm gonna be let comparing. down no matter where we go. Yeah. Right. Like dick sizes, man. Dick that's sizes. why. That's why I want to go to Tiki Co. Though. Yeah. Like that any other runs, bar, it's just going to be yeah. a bunch of whiskey. A bunch of whiskey I'm not interested in, but at Tiki Co, I'm going to get a really cool mixed rum tropical Maybe. cocktail. Yeah, rum, though, yeah. And it's like something I would never make or have the ingredients for, or mm. have the skill set to. No, people produce. rave about their fucking drinks. People yeah. travel from all over the state yeah. and out of state to yeah, go but there. People, it's a destination. Like millions of people also drink Bud Light. So, and the pro- the problem is like I've right. even oh, like the. There's like all a couple of times I've orchestrated the English department to like meet up somewhere to have some drinks in the afternoon, but it's always like early because it's right after a meeting. And I've thought of Tiki Co, but they're never open. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what their hours are exactly. You should definitely go see it. It's something to be seen. Yeah, I know. I I know you guys would never do this, but like one day when right when this fucking ends, like we just walk over. It's right there. Like it's walkable. Like you just walk across the street. Have a drink on a weekday. Why not? Huh, I have to go to work. A mm-hmm. drink. Yeah. You can't have a I drink? I have a drink here. Exactly. That's always yeah. my problem. That's why I never like go to a bar to seek something out. Yeah. I don't know. We've had such variety. Like literally I've tried, you know, 270 bottles of whiskey. Huh. That's kind of wild. Like how many people in the world have tried that much whiskey? Not, yeah. yeah. Ever, We're in the minority. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that's like an, you're either a fucking alcoholic and you're 70 years old and you've had some time under your belt and you've been to a bunch of bars over years and years. Mm. But in such a short span of time for us to have tried so many whiskeys, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Have you ever seeked out an Indian bar? <laughs> With a heat seeking missile? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> smoking retarded. I can't believe I participated. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, playing hide and seek. He said he never seek hide and seek. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the old classic Indian game, hide and seek. Yeah, it's like not good. I don't, um, I don't. I still. I'm not getting it. Not like Native American, Dave. You're, get your mind out of the gutter. Um. Jeez. You guys played VR at all? Have you guys had like a Oculus on or no. the, like PlayStation One? No. 
No. So uh, I almost bought one, but I keep getting weird reviews about glasses. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I got a, I have a big dome is there man porn on glasses. There or no? Yeah, but do you have yeah, contacts? Like if you had to, there's porn on there. That? No, I don't have on the PlayStation. Contacts. Oh, I don't know about porn. I don't on know. Oculus. On the Oculus, what the hell is that? Well, I fucking I know. I don't know an Oculus. Some binoculars. Oh, you don't know what an Oculus is. I don't know what it is. Oculus is a VR headset that was owned by Oculus, but got purchased by Facebook, and so now they're using it for Meta and whatnot. But Meta. Meta is what Facebook is now. What? You know, it's what owns Facebook. Facebook changed their name to Meta. No. Uh, Well, Meta became created as the parent company for Facebook, Instagram, and all the other whatever the fuck else they own. Meta, WhatsApp. Whatever. So Meta owns it, um, and so there's like a whole like fucking metaverse. So like you can go in there with your little weird Facebook avatar and like live inside some weird Facebook land. I've never done that part, um, but I have used an Oculus. Dirk um, from Salt Seven brought an mm. Oculus down one day. Yeah, all the I, games are. On I did Oculus it in that too. room, and it was fucking crazy. Like it was it was a profound experience. Like the only thing that I would say rivaled my first experience with an Oculus was mushrooms because it was just mm. such a weird like eye-opening profound like perspective yeah, you talked about things. it on the show yeah like, so then i i got to try it last night because uh uncle cj laser let maddox borrow his fucking ps4 oculus or mm. ps4 uh, vr and so we have it at our house and uh my son was like i gotta buy fucking job simulator i was like what the fuck is job, job just simulator? get a job motherfucker yeah. <laughs> man that's job simulator and cj was saying that his son corbin was like yeah he wanted that too i was like what the fuck is job simulator why would you want to fucking play that Look, what do you dad do? i'm working at subway yes he told me i was right. like what do you mean job he's like well you could be like you can work in a convenience store you could be a sandwich artist or you can be in an office cubicle or you can be a <laughs> chef and it was all this shit and i was like I think you're missing the point of a video game. Yeah. So hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. So I said, well, give me that fucking thing and put that thing on. So two things happened yesterday. I tried that out. You and got a new job. Like, Max walked away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can I'm find now, me at- I'm uh, now the assistant manager at Subway. At Meta Ford slash convenience yeah. store. Is PetSmart on here? Be Darko. <laughs> so- I go, I fucking put that thing on and it, that's the thing is you're just like, it doesn't matter if it's stupid. It's kind of cool no matter what, because you're in some other fucking world. Like you put that thing on, it's super light. You don't feel it on your fucking face and you're holding these things and immediately your hands just adapt to, I'm only really doing like this, this, and like maybe that, right? Yeah. It's all you're really doing on a controller, right. but you see hands right. when you're looking. And so you go to grab something and you just go like this, right? But yeah. the hand goes like that yeah. and closes its hand. So you walk into this place and there's like shit all over a desk. You're in a cubicle and there's like a computer and it's like, I just walked in there. I was like, click. I turn on the monitor, right? Yeah. I stick out my pointer finger and turn. I was like, click. The monitor comes on. It's like no signal. So I look down. There's a tower. I was like, oh, click. I turn on the tower. It's like, beep, 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 boots up. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Like I just press that button and press that button. I look over. It's there, almost like, a, like I'm at SWAT PC. Yeah. There's like a yeah. copy machine and shit. <laughs> I need to fix this. And some fucking like floating fucking little computer guys all, Hey, what's up? Welcome back to work or whatever. And starts talking. He's like, I'm going to need you to select your daily work assignment today. And I look over and there's like a fax machine and like with my work assignment and I grab it. And it's Are like there any TPS whoop, reports. There weren't not. I mean, I didn't make it that far because I just was fucking with the thing to see what was up. But I was in this cubicle and you can see another cubicle. So I pick up the staple and I just fucking chuck it over <laughs> the wall. And all of a sudden some computer pops up. It's like, hey, man, do you mind? Like there's like there's someone in that cubicle. And I kind of lean out of the cubicle into the walkway like the Matrix area. And I was like, what the fuck? Can I walk out there? But the problem with the PlayStation one is there's like a 
10 foot cord on it or something. Yeah. So like, I can't really walk out and they only map the environment. You know, the kids map the environment where I had room. Yeah. So I was like, dude, if you go walk around, like if you had a fucking little warehouse size, even that room set up with an Oculus, it would be pretty fucking wild just to experience. So then I said, well, I need to get out of here. So Max is like, oh, hold this button. I hold the button and a golden briefcase starts floating in the air and you open it. And inside the golden briefcase is a burrito. He's like, you have to eat that burrito to get out of here. And I was like, what in the fuck? Weird ass trippy acid trip shit is this? And I reach over and I grab the burrito and I put it up to my mouth. It's a honk honk. And like it eats and like dream stuff fades away. And then it's like back in some other room. And I go back over and like grab a different cartridge that says convenience store and put it into a console. And it's like all of a sudden I'm in a, it's like convenience store. It looks like you're in a 7-Eleven or something, but a little cartoony. Um, and I'm behind a counter and there's all this shit. And some fucking guy floats up. He's like, hey, man, can I get a slushy? And, like, you have to fucking, like, make the slushy and figure out where all the fucking buttons are. I, I see where kids get hooked on it, where the appeal is. But it would be that part would be over pretty quick. I don't know to what end you do it. You know, you don't stand there all day and just help customers. Yeah, wait till they get a real job. But I did go into... You don't into, even help customers I did a real pl- job anymore. I did go into... Mm-hmm. I didn't play Minecraft, but I got into Minecraft because one of the kids, uh, Baden, my son's friend... That kid is going to be an architect. Like, he built this fucking world. I, I wish I could show it to you guys somehow. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Like, instead of Ikea, he has They call idea. him masturbating in there? I do call him masturbating. <laughs> he smiles and smirks, and huh. he knows what's happening. But I, uh, I fucking said, let me see Minecraft. So Maddox puts that fucking headset on me and presses some button, and I'm just in the fucking sky, right? I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, it's blocks and bullshit 8-bit-looking nothing and I was like, ugh, like I'm up in the fucking air, dude. And I fucking go into this like floating platform they have and walk out a door and look across at some building that I was looking at it on the TV while they were playing and it, didn't, it was whatever. It's just some building that kid built. But when I was inside that thing and standing there, the building was massive. It was like I was in New York looking in a skyscraper. Hmm. And Max is like, I dare you to fall off that. And I was like, hesitant. I was yeah. like. I feel uncomfortable. I fell off the thing and was like, and had to flex my stomach while I fell down. And I fucking was like having trouble. I was like, oh my God, this is weird, dude. It was making my feet. I felt like I need to lean on something. No, I know like, that <clears throat> there's that game where you walk out on a plank on the I top tried to, of buildings and shit. I could barely like, no, do that. I could do barely it. do it because mm, I can't, can't see your feet was part of the problem. But the funnier part that I want to laugh at myself about was I got so immersed so quick in that job simulator thing that I had those controllers in my hand. And I was like, I got shit to do. I need to go finish the cover. I got to go do some more shit. I'm just out there in the front room by myself. My son had like walked away. And I was like, I'm done with these. And I, I tried to put them on the counter in the fucking uh, simulation. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to put these down. I went like that, set them on the counter. I heard them hit the carpet. And I was like, there's no counter there. I'm an idiot. Like, I can't believe I actually just did that. Like, I tried to put them on a counter that did not exist and heard them bounce See, that's off the, the thing. carpet. Like, I, I, the main reason I haven't bought a headset or an Oculus is A, glasses, because I really don't know how they're going to fit on me or if it's going to be super uncomfortable after, like, 20 minutes and I'm not going to want to fucking wear it. Um, so that's graphics one factor. Like, I bet like, someone has an Oculus you could, or you could just return that motherfucker on Amazon. Yeah, probably. But the other thing is, though, the the greater thing than that is the there is no cupboard. Like I just fucking got all into it and fucking ran into the fireplace and fucking bust my knee open and get a no, concussion. You and map fucking, it though. So what happens is like when you get in there, it like a grid comes up. Like you see the whole world around you, right? You see it, but in a black and white version. It's real weird. So you see it through the camera and you take the controller and you walk and spray paint the grid with enough room around everything. So you paint yourself a big shape, whatever that size is going to be. 
and then you press a button and it fucking matrix wall comes up like the gun room, right? It's all and this fucking green fence of like digital fence comes up around you. And it fucking looks like it's happening is the crazier part. You're like, I'm in this fucking, this is my front room or my I've fucking seen, garage. I've seen tons of clips of like the fucking Half-Life game and all these fucking games and there's no mapped room that you're no, in. No, Grand and Theft I've, is like, yeah, I've seen, Grand I've seen right footage now, yeah. of people that just run into walls and shit because they're like fucking in the game and doing some shit. Well, I don't like, know, because depth is there. But so what happens on that is like when you approach the perimeter, like a fucking It might be a different up, game. Like, like there might yeah, be different, different games. Yeah, have yeah. It, but maybe some games don't. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. It's fucking pretty... Uh, profound is the only word I can think to describe it, to be honest. It's like, it's a little crazy, man. Well, like, the other reason, I guess there's a third reason I haven't bought it yet, and that's because there isn't a game that features our primary sponsor, El Yucateco. Uh, if there was an El Yucateco game, 16 I'd be minutes all in. Up on it. Yeah. That seemed way longer. Yeah. I thought we were like 40 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they are our primary sponsor. Go uh, check out some El Yucateco. Buy it, eat it, put it in your mouth. Uh, give it to a friend. Give it to an enemy. Give it like someone. Like, They'll become a frenemy. There's yeah. no way around. If you it. know someone who likes hot sauce and you don't buy a bottle, give it out. They'll love you for it. I fucking love it. I'm gonna give sniff it this. I'm gonna this one right now, just because I can. And we are a member of the Podbelly Podcast family. So go to podbelly.com for all your podcast needs, and you'll find us there as well as other great shows. And like I said on the last episode, just another quick shout out. I I just did. Uh, Art and Jacob do America. So if you want to hear us talk about alien abductions, mm. um, go to Art and Jacob. You can find them on Podbelly. Um, and uh, we had a lot of fun recording it. Um, nerding out, sitting there, but it's all. I want right to take there a swig of it. Perusal. Smells that good. I literally want to take a swig of it, but I know that's a bad decision. You have before. It sounds good, and it won't be. Yep. So our topic today, I'm not sure where this one came from. I'm not sure why I always care where the topic came from. I'm going to say this is another uh, like fucking Steve Foster just hounding me about it until I looked into it. Okay. Yeah. So um, our topic is the actor Christopher Lee, which may seem like a strange option considering all the actors that are massive that we haven't covered yet. But this guy has a very unique background. And unfortunately, um, probably the most unique stuff about him is all classified a secret <laughs> like which is awesome did you see the, it's the like, reporter that interviewed him and he said he said hey like he was asking about his military background and he's like he like he's like can you keep a secret he's like yes like eagerly like yes like fuck he's gonna say he's like so can i yeah <laughs> <laughs> and didn't funny. say shit yeah because we had a um <laughs> we did an episode uh, quite a while ago now um on the soe mm-hmm. the british the uh Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare that Winston Churchill put together to set Europe to yeah. set Europe ablaze um, and basically do spy guerrilla shit through all of occupied uh, Europe, um, and it was sort of the the precursor to all current intelligence operations in England. And uh, as we'll see when we get there, Christopher Lee was a member of the SOE. And none of the stuff that I read really even said how long he was in the SOE. Um, it talks about other intelligence work that he did. He was part of uh, Air Force intelligence. But at one point, he was part of SOE, and SOE didn't fuck around. No, they only did. They, <laughs> they do were fucking espionage, assassinating sabotage, people, fucking blowing up planes. Yeah. They were doing hardcore shit. Yeah. It's not and like he, he was, was like in the office for the SOE, no, probably. Yeah. No, probably not. 
especially since he would fully been in the field. And he, he um, said in interview, the things he has said that he's seen like lots of people die. Yeah. Like in yeah. terrible ways, like yeah. blown to pieces. And, all and he was also a part of a task force, like right when the war was wrapping up, that was like hunting Nazis right. and bringing them back in, which was post SOE. His so, voice. God, I watched so much shit. Just his yeah. interview. Did you happen to see there's a video of him sharing his relics? Have you seen that? Mm-mm. If you're out there, look it up on YouTube. It's fucking weird. I don't even know what to think about it. He's yeah. like showing that he has a sword and then he has this fucking piece of wood that's supposed to be from the cross and a Bible. Weird. Um, but it's like, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, and of course, if you're not super familiar with him, I grew up watching him like as a fucking kid born in the 70s, like pre cable in the afternoon. It was nothing but fucking syndication. And you were going to run into Hammer horror films. Yeah. And he was a big star for Hammer Productions. He did Dracula. He played Frankenstein. He, he was in Dracula like old 14 Fu different Manchu. ways or yeah. something. Yeah. All this shit. So. Oh, he had the classic, Fu Manchu was one of his relics. Yeah. yeah. That classic uh, 60s Dracula that you see. That's Christopher Lee. He was in Lord of the Rings. He was in Star Wars. He was in James Bond. He was fucking related to Ian Fleming that created James Bond. Did you see the Kevin Bacon thing? Yeah. That's fucking yeah, wild. I, I feel, like we, should, I feel like we should try it, but I don't know names well enough to do it. But right. You know what I'm talking about, Brad? Seven degrees. Seven Kevin degrees of Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, they yeah. say that 2.59, I think, 2.59 yeah. moves to Christopher Lee. So let's just round he, it to three. Yeah, let's call it three, but he beats Kevin Bacon. You can get to any... Any, uh, you can get to Christopher Lee from any movie hmm. in 2.59 moves or three. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, Christopher Lee. He's um, in two, 244 films, I think is why. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records for it. Yeah. The most recognized, the most connected actor in the world is what he's considered. So he was born in, uh, London in 1922, um, to a pretty well-off family. His father was a lieutenant colonel from the army. His name was Lieutenant Colonel Jeffrey Trollope Lee, which is great. Trollope. Trollope. It's a way of walking. It's actually a slang term for prostitute, so I'm not sure why that's his. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, maybe there was a bunch of bitches in the Trollops that were like hookers. Maybe. And that's how it started. They're like, oh, it's those Trollope girls, you know? And his wife was an Italian, or his mom, Christopher Lee's mom, was an Italian countess named Estelle Marie. And uh, his dad fought in the Boer War and the First World War. And his mom, like, there's all these, like, super, like, at the time, super famous artists and sculptors. I hadn't really heard of any of them, but I looked them up and they were pretty fucking amazing artists. Yeah, he, but he, he ran in some fancy circles. Yeah, they. she was painted. Like when I, I searched for a painting of her and just found multiples because all these artists would paint. And they were always kind of a little trollopy <laughs> kind of paintings. It was like her reclining on a on a fucking bed, you know, in like a white linen and it was just like you're kind of getting a little down and dirty with these artists. There. Did you see in one of his fucking uh, one of his movies was actually called like All Cats Are Gray in the Dark? Yes. I was like, what the fuck? It was a TV episode. Yeah. It was an episode of a TV show he was in. Um, so they separated um, and divorced when he was six, and uh, his mother uh, took him and his sister to Switzerland, and uh, he played his first role ever at a school there when he was a kid and he played Rumpelstiltskin. Um, but they went back to London. Um, and, uh, once they got there, uh, they moved next to, uh, the uncle of Ian Fleming, 
Um, so he like flat out, he was, was related. He was step cousins with Ian Fleming and they grew up together. So the guy that created James Bond and again, he worked for the OSS and MI6 and you know, his job wasn't, he didn't just come up with James Bond for the sake of the book. Like his job at one point was to help the British government during the war develop like basically statistically analyze the best intelligence operatives they had and try to find a pattern. Hmm. Like what are our best assets? And that's kind of what James Bond was born out of. He's an orphan. He's an alcoholic. He's a womanizer. Those like, are the assets. Like these are yeah. actually the traits of yeah. like the best intelligence kind of officers. masochists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was what he ended up basing it on. But again, it's just kind of funny that they knew each other. Um, they... Uh, at one point, he met Prince Yusupov and Grand Duke uh, Pavlovich, who were uh, the two people who assassinated Rasputin. Hmm. It's just like his whole life is yeah. just so full of random fucking shit. It's not, I mean, it's way out of the timeline, but I don't think I put it in the notes. Another random thing is when uh, a couple of years after this, when he was, I, I actually would have been right here, when he was 17. Um, his the, the step last. his stepdad went broke, and he ended up going to France. And when he was there, he saw the last public execution on a guillotine in France. Oh, damn! Yeah, <laughs> it was actually what a display. It, it was a German uh, criminal and serial murderer named Eugene Weedman. I was like, oh, we should look that up. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. um, E Eugene. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely an E Eugene. And uh, so his his stepdad went broke. Uh, he owed like twenty five thousand um, pounds, and uh, they were they sent the kids away to go to school. Um, but then World War Two was about to start, so everybody kind of retreated back to London because Europe was on the on the brink of war. Um, and when the war broke out in nineteen thirty nine, um, so he would have been seventeen, just turned eighteen. He enrolled in a military academy and he volunteered for the Finnish army against the Soviet Union during the Winter War. So, not um, not just for leisure. No, really. uh, sounds like fun. He and the British volunteers were kept away from the front line, but they were issued all the military gear. They were guarding a border. After two weeks, they were sent back home. And he even said in a later interview that it was a good thing that they sent all of them back because they were super inept as soldiers and they all would have died if they if they went to combat. Um, back home, he joined the Home Guard Citizen Militia, which was just part of a, a you know civilian militia army to defend England in case Hitler invaded, basically. Um, and uh, he didn't want to join the army. He had heard all these stories of his dad fighting in the Boer War and in World War One. And if you heard tales of your dad fighting in World War One, you probably definitely didn't want to fucking go to war. Ah, he probably embellished it. <laughs> yeah. Snow um, uphill both ways. Yeah. The whole thing. Poison gas, deadly trenches. Um, there might be some. A little bit of truth yeah. to that. <laughs> but he still wanted to, to volunteer, so he volunteered for the Royal Air Force. Um, he traveled there. And uh, apparently once they were training, they discovered that he had something wrong with his optic nerve. So when he would try to fly, he would get headaches and blurred vision. So they had to ground him. And apparently he was like devastated by that. Hmm. Um, 
And then, um, so he built wings and flew. In yes, I know. This motherfucker. And then a friend of his who he trained with died in a plane, you know, in a plane in the war. And then that made him, you know, even more depressed about what was going on. So then he wanted to do something, um, to help the nation. And he wasn't going to join the army. He kind of wasn't able to do much in the Air Force. So he volunteered to do intelligence work in the Air Force and his, Commanders immediately said you'd be perfect for it, and and gave him some jobs and intelligence. You know, someone in a video said something, and now I'm wondering, like, is there any merit to like maybe it being related in some way or inspired by? But like uh, that, he basically lived the life of Forrest Gump. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that kind of thing where he just yeah. fucking did everything, you experienced yeah. everything, like this wild fucking yeah. life. But like as by, more by accident, almost he was yeah. just running into it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's very similar. I wonder if there's no. Any, it kind of is. Yeah. Um. So he gets promoted a couple of times. Um, he does most of his uh, time at the beginning of the war in uh, North Africa and then in uh, Italy and Sicily once they kind of breach breach the continent and get into Italy. Um, he got malaria six times in a year. That's fucking wild. I was wondering. I was like, do you, not, you don't get any kind of immunity to malaria, apparently. I, I don't think you, you, you do. It, yeah, if you just keep getting it. Jesus Christ, like... Yeah, you have to you have to get the. Um, I wonder what the record for getting malaria is and not dying. I mean, there's probably people, uh, in, but I don't know. My like, my buddy's had it a couple. How times. come it's always my people that Gabe, travel there and not people that live there though? I don't know. My buddy Gabe went to Africa like on church missions, like a couple times, and he got malaria. I think both times. Yeah, it's also probably a thing like where he was in people, a Canadian hospital when he flew back or really? something. Like, yeah. The people who live there might also be like, oh, by the way, don't go over here because you'll get malaria. Right. (laughs) You know, Christopher Lee's dumbass is just marching around. Here's some malaria tea. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know malaria fucks you up, but all kinds of explorers and military men, like when you when you read their backgrounds, you hear all these tales of them catching malaria repeatedly um, and it really fucking them up, but a lot of people don't necessarily die from it if they get good medical attention. God damn. According to the latest World Malaria Report, there were 241 million cases of malaria in 2020. Jesus Christ. You think you'd work on that a little bit. We seem pretty aggressive in, in other areas. Like, Jesus Christ, like 200 fucking I think that's like a big, million? I think that's a big focus on Bill Gates. I think his goal is to eradicate malaria. The population? Yeah. Just let it happen? Uh, yeah, less, each year, two hundred ninety. Each year, two hundred ninety <laughs> million people are infected with malaria, and more than four hundred thousand people die. Fuck. Each year, yeah. how many die? Four hundred thousand each year. Half a million die every year. Yeah. Malaria. We're worried about COVID. Yeah. Fuck. It's only been around a couple of years. Yeah. It's, Let's it's look at out. malaria. Fuck. Um. So, uh, he um. Apparently, at one point, the group he was with, they were getting no mail from home. They were getting no news on the Eastern Front. And worst off, since they were getting no mail from home, they were getting no alcohol. And <laughs> That's uh, what they're really mad about. All the soldiers were, were starting. They were basically going to mutiny and completely take over this base and all this stuff. And apparently, Christopher Lee, like, stood up and, like, made them all stop. 
like he gave them a rousing speech and like boosted their morale hmm. and got them not to fucking mutiny. That fucking voice was probably echoing through the fucking. Yeah, he fucking gave them the Dracula voice and they all just fucking had to stop. I like stopped myself for just a second. My throat was like ready to fucking put out some. I was like, no, yeah, I, I can't do it. No, I, I, I did the same thing. Yeah. Like I heard it in my head and was trying to formulate one. Like you can try to do Gandalf, but you cannot do fucking Saruman. That's no. not fucking happening. Um. But, uh, yeah, and then his COs got impressed, and I think that's one of the times he got a, a promotion. Um, he was on leave in Naples, and he was climbing Mount Vesuvius, which erupted. <laughs> I, uh, I've actually been fuck, on top. I've actually been up there and looked down inside the volcano. Did you really? Yeah, I've been there, yeah. too, yeah. So you were, looking at the, you were looking at the Christopher Lee eruption when you were was, looking down yeah. in it there. It still smokes. Like, you stand at the yeah. top of that thing and look down in the fucking... You can still no, I've heard just, like geologists yeah. say like, you know, there's this huge city right here yeah. and this is going to go Vesuvius again. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, Pompeii is there. I yeah. Mean, same not, thing. Not yeah. That's the, the thing. They're Pompeii, like, yeah, Pompeii, yes, like, yeah. like Pompeii is right there and the same shit's going to happen again. Right. Like it's still a very <laughs> active volcano. It's coming back around. Yeah. It's, come, it's coming back around the mountain. Yep. Um, when they uh, at one point he was injured because he tripped on a bomb in one of his his uh, his it'll uh, happen you planes know. that shit must have happened constantly. I mean tripping on we, bombs. Yeah, you just fucking stepped the wrong way. The plane jerked and it broke your neck. Like so many people had to just die in that war, not because someone shot them. I wonder just because shit how is many, dangerous like, accidental as fuck. mishaps there are. Like, that, oh, that the, the exposed gears of the bomb door opening caught my jacket and fucking pulled me out of the, like, dude, it had to just be endless, people just dying constantly, dude. Um, but so uh, he ended up finally becoming attached to the SOE, um, and he was a uh, liaison officer to the Long Range Desert Group, um, and there really isn't much... Like, that's where the record kind of stops. Whatever the fuck he did in the SOE isn't really recorded. But one of his mm -hmm. quotes is, I've seen many men die right in front of me, so many, in fact, that I've become almost hardened to it. Having seen the worst that human beings can do to each other, the result of torture, mutilation, and seeing someone blown to pieces by a bomb, you develop a kind of shell. But you had to. You had to, otherwise we never would have won. I know, that's war is terrible, man. Fuck. But that has to happen. I got some numbers for you. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported that each year between 1942 and 1945, there were some 2 million disabling or deadly industrial accidents, a total of more than 6 million. Um, more than 75,000 Americans died or became permanently and totally disabled in industry during the war. Hmm. So that's just an industry. Yeah. Like that's not even that's like not, that's not the war. That's bomb. not yeah, like that's not on a base. That's, that's, that's like back that's home. That's making the plane in the bomb, <laughs> yeah, not tripping over it. Jesus yeah, but Christ. six million accidents between 1942 yeah. and 1945. Wow, that were either disabling, like meaning you permanently fucked. Yeah, that's in not some that's way, not a very long deadly. time span. No, you know no, what I mean? like that's no, a few that's years, three years, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's not. six million accidents. Yeah, yeah, seventy-five thousand Americans. That's like fucking. Thousands a day. How? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So by the end of the war, he had gotten uh, commendations for bravery from uh, the British, Polish, Czechoslovakian, and Yugoslavian governments while he was in the SOE. So whatever the fuck this badass did, he got he got uh, commendations for bravery. 
from four different governments. Yeah, that's some James Which Bond. Which I mean, so that means shit. he did some shit in Poland, in Czechoslovakia, and in Yugoslavia that made the governments go, "Oh goddamn!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bad motherfucker. He's not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Peter Jackson story. Yeah, that's right in yeah. here. So, um, the uh, I think it's a little bit. I'll tell you about Wormtongue. Yeah, I'll get there in one second. Whoever plays Wormtongue, uh, that guy is fucking that weird. That guy's creepy as fuck, dude. Fuck yeah, he is in that real life. Did you see? Did you watch fuck. the scene? Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, I did. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with that guy? Like, no, he's creepy as they fuck. They found that guy in the street and put a costume on him, but he yeah. already halfway looked like that, I think. <laughs> no, he's been in a couple of other shows, and he's freaky as fuck in those shows. Like, he fucking is stabbing uh, he's the lead. Lee. He's the lead actor in a movie called Wise Blood that I highly recommend people watch if they want to be disturbed Wise as blood. fuck. So you know who I'm talking it's about, Wormtongue. The guy that whispers in the king's ear and keeps him under the fucking spell in Lord of the Rings. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Never seen any of them? I don't plan on watching them now. Oh, God, it's good movies. You're missing yeah. out. But he's stabbing Saruman and like... But Christopher uh, Lee plays Saruman, the yeah. wizard. And I know that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it. Yeah. I know, I know he's in it, but I, I don't know the storyline. But like he stops that like, cut like that scene's over and he looks over at the camera. He's like, you think that's good? You should see me with a 357. Like he's like, I'm magnificent. And you're like, what the fuck? And he's What's like kind of giggles and walks away. You're like, yeah. It's weird as fuck. Weird, dude. Yeah. You just get a real weird vibe from that guy. Like that yeah. motherfucker, you killed somebody. Yeah. And you're into some creepy yeah. shit. Probably like, into some weird ass shit. Like I what's think his so. what's his porn library look like? Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like, yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Christopher Lee, like Peter Jackson, goes up to him um, while they're filming Lord of the Rings, and it's the scene where Saruman gets stabbed in the back, and Christopher Jackson's giving him direction on how to act. And Christopher Lee, like, refuses to accept the direction. Yeah, he's like, I and, want you to do this. And this whole dramatic, like, oh, like, yelling and shit. He's telling him exactly how he wants it. And you can even it. see it on video. And yeah. he says "Have you to Peter Jackson, have you ever heard a man get stabbed in the back? Because I have. And you know he basically bro? tells Peter Jackson, yeah. that's not the sound you would make. You can only get half of a noise out because someone's punching you in the back so hard that your lungs are evacuating and you're being stabbed so your lungs are empty yeah. in their air. So, so you yeah, can only yeah. do a bunch of half screams. So which means either he was crewed up with the Nazi hunters <laughs> nah, and watched it happen or that somebody. motherfucker yeah. snuck up behind some Nazi, <laughs> yeah. grabbed him by his chin and was like, sleep like bitch, yeah. like, and fucking stabbed some dude in his back. Yeah, yeah. probably. But probably, had, probably yeah. And in the interview, Peter Jackson is like, and I never asked him about it yeah. again and we just kind of moved on and he just did that in the scene. Dude, I also watched um him doing his parts in london because he said he was, his health was too bad and he's like six foot five and in his 90s yeah. dude no one that tall lives that long sorry no Dave. dude um no. so he's sitting there in the green screen and you can tell everyone is just like honored to be around and like fucking mm-hmm. whatever and there's like the fucking girl with the clipboard and the stopwatch who's like move 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 we gotta get production going like next scene next scene next scene that's her job is to do this shit right and christopher lee is like like, did I ever tell you about the fucking time that I was in fucking, you know, Eastern fucking Berlin? He starts telling some crazy story and they're just like, we're no, like get the fuck away with your stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> we're listening to Christopher yeah. Lee. Tell us yeah. a story about when he hunted Nazis <laughs> yeah. and had to do this crazy fucking shit. And she like, uh, Peter Jackson's like, he, Christopher Lee had stories that were as long as Lord of the Rings. And he's like, but we had like a time for, he's like, but there was no way you were stopping. You're right. yeah. you listening every fucking bit. We just sit there like and talk and talk and talk yeah. and talk. And you could see the girl in the back and the guys are talking like, you could see Janine or whoever her name is looking at her watch in the back. And you see her just like, when she walks over and like says something to Peter Jackson, he's like, uh, like yeah. fucking bummer. <laughs> and they're just talking and taking pictures with them. And just like, no one, yeah, they're like, yeah. fuck, this is what we're doing. That's a once in a lifetime thing. 
so he so he ends up getting those four commendations for bravery and uh, he speaks fluent French, Italian, German and other languages. And he uh, speaks uh, fluent uh, English, Spanish, French, Italian, and he is proficient in Swedish, uh, Russian and Greek. And German, you didn't put I don't, did no, I did. German on the top okay. one. Yeah. Okay. But he, yeah, he's proficient Jesus in his other languages. Like, God damn, that means enough to get by. Like, that's so crazy. he gets hired by the Central Registry of War Criminals and Security Suspects after the SOE, after the war is over. And at that point, his job is to basically be a detective and track down escaped war criminals. So all the people that went through the fucking Odessa pipeline and snuck into fucking New Zealand and Brazil right. and all these countries, like his job for the British government I'm headed to was to fucking detective, yeah. track their asses down, go capture them and bring them back for fucking war trials. I so even, and that. by this, and he gets, he retires from that whole life and returns to London and he's only 25. Yeah. That's the crazier <laughs> part. He was 25. He had already done all that shit fuck. and knew those languages and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What the fuck? That's a genius. Oh, the guy that played Worm Tongue is the voice of Chucky. Oh, that oh, makes so makes much perfect sense, sense, dude. Perfect was, sense. Yeah. Dude. I was going to look him up. He was in The Exorcist but... and uh, also... Absolutely weirdo. Uh, he was uh, Billy Babbitt and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, yep. So he's fucking weird characters. Hey, someone offered to have some... Like, and Wise uh, Blood. By the way, I'm not like fully Wise recommending Blood. you see Wise Blood because it's weird. It's an old fuck. movie. It's one of the weirdest fucking it's movies I've ever seen. gory and bloody and shit? No, not in any way. Okay, just freaky. He was it's in, based he on was a in weird Dune, Alien Resurrection, The Exorcist 3... And he's in Deadwood. So, well, he yeah. was in the original Dune. He was mm-hmm. the he was the Mentat. Yeah. Damn, how old is that motherfucker? Seventy something. Really? Seventy two. He does not lick it. Fuck no, he doesn't. Because Wiseblood was from the seventies, I think. Wiseblood seventy nine. What's that yeah. guy's yeah. name? Uh, Brad Dorif. Dorif. D o u r i f. Bradford Claude Dorif. I mean, name. I saw. I, Wise, I, I saw Wise Blood <laughs> once when I was in college, and there are still lines from it stuck in my head because oh, his his shit. depiction yeah, you have seen of him. Hazel Moats oh, is so yeah. bizarre. Yeah, I reckon you think you've been redeemed, dude. One who flew over the cuckoo's nest. That's fucking him. Yeah, yeah. Billy Babbitt. That's yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, yeah, I just didn't realize. I saw. I was like, yeah. oh my fucking god, that's yeah. him. That's no, he's crazy. A great, yeah. He's great. He's actually in uh, Star Trek Voyager too, playing a fucking creepy sociopath who was murdering people on the ship and they had to lock him See? up. <laughs> They're like, uh, we don't really have a character written for you. Uh, we've heard that you're creepy really creepy. Sociopath. Just go for it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's <laughs> okay. been in a lot of stuff. Can't promise yeah. you no one's going to get hurt. So he gets back home and uh, his cousin, who happens to be the Italian ambassador to Britain, uh, is having dinner with him. And he can't figure out what to do. He used to work at a, a pharmaceutical company before the war. Um, he's He considers going to become a professor because he speaks all these languages and they would have let him teach pretty much anywhere. And I mean, it didn't say it, but it said it. He's kind of got fucking PTSD and shell shock from the war. Is this Walking and it's Dead? Like, I don't recognize that. Is that, is that Walking Dead? I don't recognize the no? shot. Okay, no. you guys like Walking Dead. I don't know what it is either. It's it's uh, his daughter is in some kind of. Sh- it looked like Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I just know. But uh, he basically can't fit back into society. He doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know what. He can't really focus on a job because you can imagine the last five years the crazy shit that he's fucking seen 
um, in the SOE and hunting Nazis. And uh, his cousin, the Italian ambassador, says, why don't you try acting? And he's like, well, fucking why not? Right. So he starts to learn to act. Um, and he uh, ends up at one point he was told that he's too tall to be an actor, all this different stuff. But he starts he to said, get he said uh, something funny, like saying he was too tall to be an actor was like saying he was too short to be a pianist. The piano. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, Which I see he, what they're going for. You might tower over everyone. It's like, oh, how are you going to? No, fit it is into true. This? I mean, yeah. a lot of actors are actually pretty short. Like Vince so Vaughn if, um, was only was he like he was the tallest taller, actor ever yeah. until Vince Vaughn got his uh, oh, really? card. Yeah, wow. Because a lot of people, yeah. it's like you look at a lot of actors Cruise, and they're like they're yeah. like five eight, five yeah. nine, five mm-hmm. ten, Very small. Like yeah. you know, Sylvester Stallone's and a lot of times yeah. their leading yeah. women are way taller than they are, so they yeah. have to like cheat the camera or put them on boxes Angles. and all this yeah. shit to make them tall enough. Can you imagine that? So I mean, there, there, it's not like there's nothing to that, right? Like because you would be looking as an agent and you'd be like, every director is going to have to fuck with every shot you're in to make you fit. Like you're too fucking tall. Trying to pull Gandalf. Um. But he has a hard time finding work, but then he gets into it. He ends up in Laurence Olivier's version of Hamlet. Um, he becomes friends with Peter Cushing, who played Grand Moff Tarkin in Star Wars. Um, they start to to work on stuff together. And he just starts to become a fucking working actor. He's in a movie here, a TV show there, a speaking line here, a speaking line there. It's Always not like kind he immediately dark. blew up. A lot of it is pretty dark, like right from the yeah, from the get go. It was like Frankenstein's mummy, and he's fucking Dracula. This is even before that. This yeah, is I'm like saying it's like, but it's stuff. always throughout all of that. It's always some weird dark kind of thing, which made people think he might be into the occult. Right? Did you see that? That he might? That it was rumored that he has the largest collection of occult books. No, I didn't see that. that. He may have twenty. He may have had twenty thousand uh, books on the Jesus occult. Jesus Christ! Yeah. That's kind of crazy. And here's another little fucking weird flex. So he gets engaged to Henriette von von Rosen in the 50s. I wish I knew more details about this. The daughter of Count Fritz von Rosen. Mm. And he didn't like Christopher Lee. And he hires PIs to investigate his background, all this different shit. And then he he can't find any dirt on him. And he finally says, because he's Swedish, he says, if you get, since I'm a count... Um, the only way you're going to marry my daughter is if you the get blessing. permission. The blessing. You get the blessing yeah. from the king of Sweden. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. 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 That's my homeboy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We eat yeah. some Swedish meatballs yeah. together. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he got yeah. it. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know that yeah. guy. Don't fucking oh, yeah, call I me know. out. He's bitch. like, yeah, I, I fucking made an appearance at the first Ikea yeah. for him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so he yeah, did the, the Curse of Frankenstein in 1957 where he plays Frankenstein's monster. Really bad makeup. It's so strange. It's an old movie. It's so yeah. I can't even necessarily say it's super bad makeup. It is just so not what you picture as Frankenstein. Like the modern day yeah. picture in your head of what Frankenstein looks like. It's just him with a bunch of Cheetos glued to his face. Like it's kind of. Was Christopher Lee Cheetos? Frankenstein? Christopher Lee was Frankenstein. He was actually Frankenstein. Okay, yeah, that was that. his first Same hammer Cheetos. role. Um, and uh, Peter Cushing, put Cushing played uh, Victor Frankenstein. Um, you know what they say, more cushing for the pushing. That's right. That's what he yeah. says. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, it's not, it's, not, it's not terrible. The hairline. Uh, thing it's there. not regular Frankenstein. It's though. not what we're used no, to. No, it's though. not what you're used to. Like I said, I've but it has the haircut. It has the, the sutures yeah, on the head. I think the, the, Eddie, the Ed, Eddie Munster, though, really fucking. Uh, or uh, what's Herman Munster. Herman Munster, yeah. yeah, really. Well, actually, that was the, that the was fucking, a riff on the Boris Karloff 
Frankenstein, and yeah. again, I mean, he was friends was with the, Boris Karloff. Too. Yeah, what was the first visual depiction we got of Frankenstein after, from the book? You know, what I mean, like from like where? I don't where know did what the first. first I think what matters is that Boris Karloff's depiction of Frankenstein stuck. is what fucking stuck. stuck. If you go to the Halloween superstore yeah. and buy a fucking stand-up Frankenstein, it's a riff yeah. on Boris yeah. Karloff. Yeah, the Frankenstein, Frankenstein monster is the big, tall, fucking yeah. square-headed motherfucker. Which yeah. says a fucking lot about Boris Karloff's depiction of Frankenstein. Yeah. Like, that just locked that shit into popular yeah. culture. Like, you try to do anything big shoes. else. Yeah, yeah, that whole okay. thing. Uh, I don't know. What year was that? Because this is the no, He's not saying if it's right? first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's the one. That's yeah. Boris Karloff. From 1910? Yes. Yeah. That's 1910. This says the first film adaptation of The Tale of Frankenstein was made oh, by Edison Studios in 1910. The same, that that's not the look. picture, though. That's the... That same look that is... That picture is fucking probably from something different. Maybe. I don't know. It says by J. Sir Dolly. I don't know. Red jacket, green jacket. So uh, who he plays Dracula for the first time in 1958 in a film called uh, Dracula which in the U.S. was called Horror of what? Dracula. Um, and uh, he falls into playing Dracula for Hammer uh, Studios, and uh, right. he just fucking... That's the 1910 Frankenstein. That's oh, God damn. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, I thought that one was, was the Boris Karloff. Um, which sounds ranked... pretty dope, you know what I mean? And The Bride of Frankenstein is pretty dope, yeah, too, yeah. like his version, yeah. So they ranked him as Dracula as the seventh greatest horror movie character of all time. Um, Empire Magazine, CNN listed him as is one of the top ten villains, um, and uh, so he falls into this thing where he played like immediately after that movie he did Uncle Was a Vampire. He played a character in the <laughs> Mummy, um, and then he starts knocking him out. Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Um, Dracula has risen from the grave. Taste the blood of Dracula. Uh, scars of Dracula. Dracula A.D. 1972. The Satanic Rites of Dracula. Mm. Dracula, just Dracula. Churning out yeah. fucking Dracula. He got to him at all. If he did anything weird, like he try to hated drink it. blood in private or so something. Here's the you know? thing. He hated it to the point that they would say, hey, we've got a new script. We want to make a new Dracula movie. Uh, the studio already signed off on the budget. Everything's ready to go. We just need you to sign on as Dracula. And he would be like, I'm done playing Dracula. Give me a break. And they would fucking guilt trip him because he always worked. It was always the, it was the same Hammer production, same studio, same crew, same actors. And but then they would basically you're gonna, blackmail. You're going you're gonna to make where these poor actors aren't going to get, get a any job. Paychecks? Like, if you say so. You know, all these fucking people that you work with every day, they're not going to fucking work anymore. It's they're up relying to you, though, on Christopher. you, Christopher. So he was just like, Did fuck, you know, all right, I'll do another one. That's fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, on dude. Wicker Man, he was so excited to finally play that part yeah. and not be in makeup and be all silly Dracula yep. that he for, forewent his uh, salary for that movie because yeah. the budget was too small and it he wasn't going to happen. He did that a couple yeah. of times. But he liked the movie. See, I'll just idea. play it. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do it so that way you don't have to pay me. That and I know, by play. the way, I know, again, this is a movie that I highly recommend for certain people people the original wicker man that was that's some fucking shit right i saw there. some clips from it but not that it. sitting down to experience that whole thing it is one of the strangest most haunting psychologically creepy movie not the fucking nicholas cage the bees right. in the cage whoa whoa version. whoa 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 <laughs> the original whoa. wicker man even to the point that the the apparently the guy who d wrote and directed the original wicker man years and years later uh, killed himself made like another 
no. not really a sequel, but a, another film in the Wicker Man universe. Right. Um, but they couldn't get Christopher Lee to to play the role they wanted him to. But they ended up writing a role just for Christopher Lee because he wanted to be in it so There's badly. There's a porno called Liquor Man. I'm sure yeah. there is. And, and Christopher Lee even, man. Sa- he oh, even said, yeah. like, late in his life, he's, when they asked him, what's the best movie you were ever in? He said, Wicker Man. Right. Like, that was even after Lord of the Rings. He's had good, after good memories. After everything he else, good he said it was fucking Wicker Man. But he started to do other stuff. Well, he, he's also not the star of Lord of the Rings. You know, that's like a true. supporting role. So true. he probably felt like he But he was more. in love with Lord of the Rings well before. Oh, yeah. The Met movie. Tolkien. Yeah, got well, his blessing yeah. all that shit. Yeah. So he was in a movie. He was in a version of Jekyll and Hyde. He was in Wicker Man, which again is a horror movie. And then uh, a, a movie that really helped him break out was a movie called Ritual that was based on. It was a about a Christian police officer trying to find ritualistic, like occult murders or something. And it was based on a novel that he loved. And he and the screenwriter paid the money to get the permission to make the, the, the film. And again, he was going to star in it, but he told the studio, you don't have to pay me. I just want to make the movie. So, and these were smart moves to do wicker man and to make this movie and to not take any payment just to get the movies made. And then they were somewhat successful. So it's getting him out of his fucking, I'm stuck as Dracula. Like now you're seeing me do yeah. dramatic acting. I'm doing good roles. I mean, it was kind of like when, I mean, when Bruce Willis read uh, uh, Pulp Fiction, he said, I really love this movie. I want to do it. Right. Like at the time he was the highest paid actor in the world. And he was like, you don't have to pay me. Wow. Like I just want to do. So he didn't get paid just, for that, one? or he got paid something super minimal. Yeah, like um, but pay and, me whatever you're paying the fucking. Yeah, don't worry boy. about it. Yeah. I just want to do the fucking movie. Um, and you'll hear about actors do that from time to time when they really love a project and they've gotten to be too big an actor, or in this case when he just really wants to change directions as an actor, but he's being typecast in horror yeah. films. Um, but even getting out of the typecast, he's doing fucking Wicker Man. And a thing about occult murders, <laughs> like he's not straying far from the horror genre, you know. Um, and he does tons of other stuff. Like he ends up. Uh, Bruce Willis got eight hundred grand for Pulp Fiction, but I guess that's low though. Nothing. Dude. That's also yeah. What Travolta, yeah. Samuel right. Jackson, Uma Thurman—they all got the same thing because yeah. they wanted to do it. They wanted to do but it, but ultimately from the profits of that, they got millions of dollars. Sure, it did like so well. they got yeah. and you they know, got some money at the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, he did a movie called. Uh, the torture chamber of Doctor Sadism, fucking yeah. amazing, hmm. amazing. How could that not be the most amazing movie ever made? The torture chamber of Doctor Sadism. I'm looking it up from 1967. It's weird names, like, yeah. but that's the shit that was like, like my childhood. Saturday afternoon when the cartoons ended, it was either kung fu movies. Or the fucking torture chamber of Dr. Sadism. That was what filled every Saturday afternoon. And it was mm. the greatest fucking thing ever. That's pretty trippy. I wonder if they filmed that in the catacombs. Like it's a bunch of skulls and wild shit. Like the Probably. camera work on this thing's really weird. And I think he actually played Dracula again in that one. Um, movie called mm. Horror Express. It's called AKA the Blood Baron. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, on also a documentary as. about uh, John Carpenter's Halloween in 1978, the original Halloween, um, John Carpenter wanted him to play uh, Dr. Loomis. Um, he wanted Peter Cushing and he wanted Christopher Lee. Those were his two top choices. And uh, Christopher Lee wasn't interested in the role. 
Um, and then as soon as the movie came out and he saw it, he was like, like it. he regretted it for the rest yeah. of his life. He was like, I should have fucking played Dr. Loomis. He would have been fantastic um, as Dr. Loomis. Um, then he got in. So James Bond comes around in the 1970s um, and he's totally trying to get away from horror. And uh, Ian Fleming actually like when they were first doing James Bond, like he tried to get the studios to make Christopher Lee like the first James Bond. Yeah. He was like, this is the guy. Like he actually did it. <laughs> like, yeah. This is fucking That's God. true. Yeah. He's like fucking, he was there. Yeah. He knows. <clears throat> but they went with Sean Connery and then Ian Fleming tried to get him to be Dr. No. Um, and the studio said he wasn't no. fit. They were like, no. And then he played, uh, Scaramanga in the man with the golden gun. Um, and he said that in the script, it was just kind of a, a generic Indian thug, but that he he brought a, he wanted he went to the producers and said, I want to make him more than that. I want him to be like the anti James Bond. And he said what he wanted him to be like. And, and it worked. And he was a great uh, Bond villain. Hmm. Um, apparently, he played Scaramanga again in the man with the or in Goldeneye Rogue Agent which was a video game in a very unfortunate like mid nineties era. Yeah. I saw clips of it. And I you know, like, you know, it's funny. Like the nineties, like the nineties were like, there was some fucking massive like things that happened in the nineties. And then there were also terrible things yes. like fucking, like it was like, it was the, the, it was like the split of the universe. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fucking, there yeah. were some of the most fantastic classics, Things made in the '90s, and then fucking just the Guns worst. Guns and Roses, Nirvana, Alice Chains, like things. some crazy Whoa. bands. All I'm just saying, like yeah. crazy bands that are like talking about like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, you know, like that. Because even of with stuff. video games, yeah, it's like, like Goldeneye. You can't say Guns like, and Roses and Nirvana are not fucking on that list, bro. Yeah. Just because it's not hip hop. Not on my list. I mean, it's on a list. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses was fucking dope. Yeah. There you go. Dave took my side on music thing just now. Come on, bro. They're not even really music. Okay. Their first shit, man, that was amazing. That wasn't in the 90s, though. No, that's true. The first well, first Well shit played, was 80, sir. 89 well or something. Well played, yeah. sir. Yeah. yeah. Well and I'm played. talking about, yeah. And Dr. Dre and stuff, there's, their, stuff, their first that's stuff 90s. wasn't in the 90s. But that's true. The shit that, the shit that, that matters yeah. is in the 90s. Um, yeah. Cypress Hill. Uh, yeah. 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 So he you keeps I mean? doing movies. George Strait. He did Airport 77, mm -hmm. which was a fucking air, aircraft, an air crash movie. Um, uh, based on that, Steven Spielberg cast him to be in the movie 1941. I do not. Did he play a general? I don't remember him in 19. He had to play. He had to be one of the generals. Yeah, I don't know. 1941 is a weird fucking movie. Like I didn't. I, I never remember that it was a Steven Spielberg movie. Such a fucking strange movie. A comedy about. World War, War Two, yeah, you know, people do um, too many drugs and then they start thinking yeah. about shit like that. They're like, "Oh, I'll get creative. This will be artistic." I, know, like, Spielberg did I, drugs, I remember though. loving the movie. I haven't seen it in twenty years. I remember it was like when I was a kid. I loved that fucking movie. Was Spielberg, John Belushi was in it. Oh, there's a picture with Christopher Lee and John Belushi. He was like that was That's one of probably his prized artifacts. Like, yeah. This is me and John Belushi. That's where it would have been from. Um, but uh, he was in Return to Witch Mountain and. Uh, when they made the movie Airplane in 1980, I can't picture I him can't, instead. Of I can't at no all. Dude. Yeah, they wanted him. The filmmakers wanted him to play 
uh, Dr. Uh, Rumack, which was Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, there's no way, dude. And again, oh. he turned he turned it down. But you he were said, right. What? The the cocaine fueled true story behind Spielberg's forgotten flop, nineteen forty one. So I'm saying that, and then you're Spielberg, and you're surrounded by yeah. yesmen, dude. Drugs and yesmen, oh, like, weird shit happens. We're like, yeah, man, that's funny. This is gonna be so like fucking like revolutionary. I loved fucking... it when I was a kid, man. I love that movie. I'll look it up. That's um, funny. I don't think I've seen that. The uh, but yeah, he was supposed to play Leslie Nielsen's part. I can't picture it at all. No way. He said it was no. a big later on he said it was a big mistake because it really would have showed he would have had a chance to do comedy which he never really had a chance yeah. to do. He probably would have done uh, all right. I yeah, mean, but Leslie Nielsen was just impeccable in that yeah. role. Like it launched a whole career all the Naked Gun movies, yeah. like the Yeah, Naked I mean that would have that would have changed everything yeah, because all of that was Leslie No telling Nielsen. if that stuff would have came out. Right. Yeah, cuz Airplane might have flopped. Like it might, he might not have And done in a good an alternate reality, he was in Airplane and uh, they, they never, they and never. He was in airplane in the ultimate uh, alternate reality, and Leslie Nielsen was Dracula. Exactly. Yeah. And that means in that reality, O.J. Simpson never murdered Nicole Brown. No, because he was no. in all of those uh, TV shows yeah. and movies. He didn't in this one. What are you talking about? Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's right. didn't fit. The son, the son did. He must have quit. The yeah. son did it. We all know that. So then, Lord of the Rings comes that. around. Um, he knew that Lord of the Rings was was uh, like the Hollywood rumor mill was Lord of the Rings was like in pre 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 production. Right. It's eventually going to happen, and uh, so he starred in a TV series called The New Adventures of Robin Hood just On to play purpose, some generic yeah. wizard, mm. so that he would say like, "Look, I was I, a wizard. I played a wizard. Yeah. You know, that's me. Um, I am Gandalf." And he had stumbled into Tolkien in a fucking pub at some point. In time yeah, he got ran his blessing Tolkien. to play fucking Gandalf if the movie was ever made right. or something. And I would say this: I just saw a clip on I guess YouTube. I don't know what I saw. And I saw it last week, and it was Tolkien talking. And he was talking about the fact that at the end of Lord of the Rings, Gandalf uses the giant eagles to fly them to destroy the ring. Did he admit and, that they should have just dropped well, the no, ring he's, off? Well, <laughs> no. So he's giving this interview and he said some other author, I can't remember who he said, uh, asked him one time, like, why didn't they just use the eagles to fly there? Yeah. And he said, and he's, you know, and then Tolkien's talking in his very proper British accent. And he's like, you know, I get this question all the time at pubs. People always come up and ask me that, you know, and they're being very casual and very, you know, very kind about it and i told this other author what i tell all of them shut up <laughs> which means he, he realizes yeah, yeah he fucked up. up yeah yeah why well, didn't which i mean th the world is so bizarre all he had to do was say well the riders of leth Lorraine couldn't have done it because the eagles were from the mountain of Shashkapa, yeah. and Shashkapa wouldn't have been in alignment with the great star nardine yeah, therefore something. gandalf could not have cast the spell they were sleeping like, i mean it does come on make something <laughs> yeah. up tolkien you wrote the whole goddamn thing Throw some fucking shit at me. Because he probably got put on the spot and couldn't yeah. contradict it that he made it up later. If, if yeah. he listens to this podcast, he just stole that. Yes. That's fucking, yeah. yeah. That would be a From strange, strange uh, series of events. Um, but yeah, oh, so. Is he dead? He, yeah. Yes. Oh, how'd he die? Uh, I don't care. That's old fun. age, a hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah. Um, so he heard Peter Jackson was going to direct the movies and he wrote a letter to Peter Jackson asking to be in the movies with a picture of him dressed as a wizard. Um, and uh, they basically said, uh, like, Peter Jackson was interested right away, but he was like, you're too old to play Gandalf. Um, and he was like, I could play Saruman. And uh, 
even he said, I'm probably too old to play it. And uh, he uh, won him over and uh, ended up uh, being in the movie. Um, and he says that he he has reread the Lord of the Rings trilogy once a year for his entire adult life. And I've even seen interviews with people That's on crazy, set dude. that said they would be talking to Peter Jackson and like the Lord of the Rings experts on set about, you know, how should this belt be hung? And Christopher Lee would say, oh, well, according to the book, you know, it would have been hung slightly lower on the left hip than the right hip because blah, blah. And he like would just fucking rattle out these bizarre, hmm. obscure Tolkien facts because he was so fucking smart and he read them incessantly. And everybody hmm. like if they, a lot of times if they had questions about the Tolkien lore, they would just ask Christopher Lee because odds are he knew the fucking answer. Hmm. Um, so he also did uh, the Lord of the, he did an album called the Lord of the Rings songs and poems by J.R.R. Tolkien, which I think he like sang. There's a bunch of songs in the fiction and he sang them and then he read the poems hmm. out loud. So it's like a full Super deep like nerd boring dive ass album. Yeah, deep a dive. The mountains like, of foreclaim. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. So and then he re he re he reprised the role in the fucking horrible Hobbit trilogy. <laughs> they were so bad. You I like forgot the there Hobbit were three trilogy? of them. People love yeah. those. Ooh. Huh. I don't so. I don't know. I just like that there was more. Like same thing with Star Wars. Everyone gets like mad about a lot of the Star Wars, and I'm kinda like, I just like that there was more. That I got to experience some of it again a little bit more. It's like I, some more yeah, content. I, sh- I should take that opinion on that, but I didn't. I can't. And I know it's... it's Which part? I, you know, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't like that they the say dwarves fucking were, The dwarves were so fucking poorly personified. Like, I just... I don't know, man. It was, And I can't... I There's no one person to blame because another director had started everything. Everyone was cast. The sets will, were built. They were filming. And then there was a fucking, I can't remember what happened. The director had to quit. So at that point, they were like, no one can pull this off, Peter Jackson. Will you come back in and direct these? I have to these? say, I've only read Two Towers and uh, fucking, what's the other one? Three Towers. Uh, Return of the King. Return of the King. Yeah, mm. Two Towers and Return of the King. I did not read The Hobbit because I, so you, I grew up on The Hobbit read, cartoon. Did you not read Lord of the uh, Fellowship of the Ring? No. Because huh. I saw the movie. Oh, so, and then he's you not Dave. He's so, not a purist. No, because Dave, when I was little, I grew, I've never up, read I grew up on the ho- yeah, on the Hobbit cartoon. Oh, so Remember the like, Hobbit cartoon? Hundred percent. Yeah, Harry so Potter, Ralph that was my, Bakshi, that was like, my yeah. yeah, that was my little kid growing up. That's what I watched at my grandma's 100%. a million fucking times. Like I knew that front and back. So yeah. then when I went and watched uh, Fellowship of the Ring, I was like, "Fuck yes! Like this is awesome!" Right. And then I, so I watched that, and then I was like, "Oh God, I have to wait till next Christmas." I drove from fucking like the Maya or wherever the fuck I watched it to Barnes and Noble. To Barnes and Noble, bought the thing. (laughs) That's awesome. Sat down, and I, you know me with reading. Yeah, I fucking blew through two towers. I was working for telecom, and I was like, oh, that's right. On these jobs where I just fucking had downtime, dude. So at twelve foot up in the fucking racks at AT and T, and those buildings laying on wires. So you were one wall of Berlin up. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So I just fucking said I read through it, and I read Return of the King like all the way through it. But then I was like, ah, should I go back and read those? I just never did. Yeah. I should probably. No, do I've it, never though. read any of them. My friends so, are. I mean, all I know. And the I never really. my fucking friends. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the whole production of the Hobbit movies was a clusterfuck. I feel like if Peter Jackson was at the helm from day one directing it, mm-hmm. they probably would have been awesome. But I just, I don't know. I couldn't, I didn't like them. They were super boring. I watched the first one at the theater. I didn't even watch the second one. I wasn't, one I'll be theater. honest. Like, I don't remember. So that must say something. I don't remember yeah. them enough to hate on them because like the first trilogy, I remember the fuck out of that. I oh, remember yeah. being like emotionally involved. Like oh, yeah. fucking 
scary ass fucking horsemen gonna fucking find oh, them in the yeah. forest where they're hiding the in the Nazgul log. The Nazgul the, after, yeah. oh. They're fucking at the hotel. They're outside the gate. The screeching, all that shit. Like I remember. No, it was all really that. good. The first yeah. trilogy is amazing. I'm a nerd, but fuck. Nah, that shit's fucking. <laughs> fucking almost I, I forgot how much I like those movies till we start talking uh, about it right now. Good. It's because it's part of your childhood. It's same yeah. shit with me. Like there's yeah. certain shit that I grew up with, and I I'm excited about. It's probably not all that. Like Willow's fucking terrible. Willow's a fucking terrible movie. It's fucking it's, terrible. It I love. It's that a bad movie. movie. Yeah. It's if you watch it now, it's a bad movie. Like if you're trying to tell somebody about it yeah. and they've never seen it, and you're like, "Fucking, you got to watch Willow," and you watch it, and the, some of the fucking bad special effects in it. Well, like, the, wow, bridge, the bridge scene at the bad. very end when the fucking it's pretty yeah, fucking bad when those things. You know what I mean? But but if you remember dragon. it from when you were younger, or you know what I mean, it's a part of your life. Like right. that was a thing, you know. And it's like you can accept it eh, being bad. You know, I hate it for the special effects. No, no, no. I'm not. No, no. You're not going to because you like the movie. I loved it when I was little. Yeah, yeah. So like that's that's how it is. But if somebody who's never like I try to show it to my kids and they're like, "What the fuck, Dad?" Really? Oh fuck yeah! Like, even shit. even my son was just what, like, "Cause I nah. show Maddox movies, old movies like that, and he yeah, your like, son's weird though. It? Yeah, he's my son. Yeah, I wonder what people think right now about the Dark Crystal. Dude, that's uh, such a fucking weird movie. I don't know. So and see, I wasn't yeah, I, I wasn't that into recently. that either. Like, yeah. and so like I never got into it. I know. I know they made a sequel, but I know. Yeah, I've seen people in life where I'm like. That motherfucker looked like a dark crystal character. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like one of those elfling things. Yeah. That person looks like it. So Lord of the Rings leads to Star Wars. Uh, he gets um, cast as Count Dooku in uh, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, and Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Um, so yeah, that he, was after Lord of the Rings, and he thought yeah. he was too old to play fucking... Mm. And he seems pretty agile on that. I'm sure they used Very to much people. So. Yeah, for sure. But some of that... He was like a fucking well, world-class he, he did most of the sword play himself because he was such a good fencer. Yeah. But he didn't have to fucking... Oh. I mean, I think the difference is like... That. he. I'm on a green screen in London doing some fucking sword fighting on a set with a doctor right there versus you're going to have to fucking ride a horse swinging a sword in battle surrounded yeah. by a thousand people in the middle of fucking New Zealand. Yeah. It's like, those are two completely different job descriptions. Man, I can't find it in my fucking uh, notes, but there's a, uh, God damn it. He won the 2003 MTV movie awards for best fight, which I hmm. thought was pretty awesome. Cause he had to be in his fucking eighties. Yeah. Uh, but that was when he, that was the fight with Dooku versus Yoda, which was just fucking amazing. Like it was such a great lightsaber fight. Um, and again, that's his fucking 80 year old man doing the sword play himself. But also, and again, this is a fucking deep nerd dive. All the books about the prequels, like were obsessed with like what sword style everyone was using with their mm. lightsabers. And it was actually even part of the films and they, they all trained to have unique sword like mace windu fought with a different style than anybody like and so i mean he was able to use a style that that was very much i'm not very classical fencing i don't have to move a lot a lot of sword flourishes but not me jumping around and so he was able to use a style that that you could do as an 84 year old i found i found it It was on the back of this fucking page uh so 1955 sword fight i can't remember the movie um, but he almost oh, lost. Errol his, Flynn. Yeah, he lost almost yeah. lost his finger. Yeah, and in what seems to be a retaliatory fucking uh-huh. vengeful move, he fucking so this they're in a sword fight and the dude cuts his hand. So and Errol bad. Flynn was a hot shit, like super famous. Like so, he'd play Robin Hood and all these like you know Ivanhoe and everybody that ever fought with a sword. Like those were his movies. Hmm. But somehow he accidentally cut Christopher Lee's hand so bad that he almost lost his finger. Like his finger almost hmm. came off. 
And so he fucking fucking using real swords. Pretty much. I guess he cut that dude's wig off while he was still wearing it. <laughs> and the guy got so fucking pissed that he stormed off set and wouldn't come back until Christopher Lee apologized, s- apologized and said that it was an accident. That's funny. I'll, like, I'll that split your wig. Maybe that's where that came from. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, what kind of wig was he wearing? I want to know what movie this is to go back and look at the wig. Be like, yeah. How much clearance was there? Right. And he fucking swung it over his head. And it was sharp enough to cut the wig off and sharp enough to cut yeah. his fucking finger <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, they're yeah. real so swords. Real yeah. threat, dude. Yeah. Like, yep. he's going to cut your scalp off. Like, I will cut your fucking head off. So he fell in with Tim Burton uh, at one point. They started work. He he did some scenes for Sweeney Todd um, that got cut, but then he did a lot of stuff. He did Dark Shadows, where Johnny Depp plays a vamp a vampire. It's like a remake of a '60s TV show. Yeah. Um, and Christopher Lee was in that, and then he became really good friends with Johnny Depp and with Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter. They did five movies together. I watched Tim Burton give him like a <clears throat> well, those guys. I mean, meeting the original Dracula. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck like that. Yeah. Like. Tim That's, Burton would have been all over that. That's oh, his vibe. That. Yeah. yeah. And then Dark Shadows, which is a 60, a remake of a 60s vampire TV show yeah. from Britain. Yeah. Like you want Who do you choose? Lee in that yeah. shit. Yeah. I can't remember what the award was. It was a British award, like an Academy Award. Like, Probably the, his like lifetime BAFTA or whatever. Yeah, it was. the BAFTA. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And um, Burton uh, delivered the award, gave the speech and gave like owed honors to. And they showed a fucking clip where you're like, God damn. Like that clip when you see him go from Dracula, all the old shit, yeah. all the way up to he's Saruman. He's like on the floor crawling. They're showing. And you see him those and, pictures of him in World War II, and he was just a handsome motherfucker, yep, dude. Yeah, he was. It's weird when you see old old men like that, and you try to figure out like, what am I gonna look like if I, if I yeah. make it to be old? Like, because you're like that guy. <laughs> like he looks like this fucking crazy ass badass old wizard. But they're like right there, like he was a young, handsome fucking dude getting shit. Young for guy. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And he looks like this guy, but yeah. then he's old and he looks like that fucking guy. Now he's guy. masturbating yeah. in VR. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what I was going to say. No, but what I was going <laughs> to say is uh, Tim Burton seems super uncomfortably speaking publicly. Like he, he always was really does, yeah. nervous and awkward. Yeah, he always um, does. But then in his acceptance, um, Christopher Lee said there's two things. One that, that makes this, that make this an honor. One of them being that uh, this, this award was voted by my peers. And secondly, that it was delivered by one of the like greatest directors of all time. And like you see Tim Burton, like Jesus Christ, this, yeah. is, your, this is your moment, man. right? Yeah, like don't give it to me. Yeah, um, but it was it was pretty cool, and he was <laughs> funny up there. He said he was uh, glad to have received the award while, the award while he was alive. Yeah, fucking yeah, old dude. So well, a um, lot of people probably get it while they're you know I mean, after the dead. You know, yeah. that's fucking wild. Yeah, you know? yeah. That is, even when he when he replayed Saruman in The Hobbit, he said that he loved to do it. But um, he had to, because he even brought it up, like, because they were redoing it and it wasn't necessarily going to have the original cast or anything. And then one by one, the original people signed on. And he said, and he lived in LA, I think. And he said he would love to play Saruman again and show that play out in the Hobbit movies. But he was like, I can't, I'm too old to fly to New Zealand. I can't do yeah. that. And they're like, that's fine. We're going to green screen your ass from LA. Like if you want to do it, we're going to make so it happen. So magic. I watched them do it. I watched that whole scene where they did it and he was just sitting there and they just had actors holding papers yeah. at the right eye level. And he's like, you really have to use your imagination to do this. And he sat there and delivered all those lines. And then they showed the fucking scene. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I think what a green screen shit would be hard to do. And especially so like, I mean, I don't know if it's easier to do because he's a trained actor or hard to do because he's been doing this shit since the 60s. And it's like, so now I'm acting to a piece of paper. Oh, but then yeah. again, I suppose in some of those old Hammer movies, he was probably acting to fucking if God you, knows Yeah, what, and if you, you get know. in your own head, you could do it. You're you know, there, like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's you know. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, we can't wrap up uh, the story without his musical career. Uh, which is part of what? CJ well, for one, he could have been an opera about. singer 
He could have. And his grandmother was an opera singer. There yeah, were opera o- singers in his family. Yeah, they opened the first opera house or opera building or something called opera business of some sort in Aust- Australia in, in the 1850s or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he, he could have yeah. totally It was been an, an opera, opera brothel. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean. um, so he ended up... Uh, he sang on the Wicker Man soundtrack, and he he started to really like singing then. And then he sang, and then he sang, the, then he sang the Lord of the Rings stuff, and he liked that. But then he met a guy named Fabio Leone, who's the vocalist of a power metal band called Rhapsody of Fire, an Italian band. It says something else. So there's one more word in there. That that sentence struck me when I read it in your notes. It was like a. Italian a, symphonic power yes. metal band oh, called wow. Rhapsody Italian of Fire. Italian symphonic power metal band. <laughs> How'd you band? leave that out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just skipping shit. Because I was like, God damn, that name, the description yeah. of that. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it's musically fucking elite. Like, just yes. fucking made it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. oh, no, you should hear it. The part that's weird is him because it's really narration. It's like spoken yeah. words. Like, yeah, more than And I am fucking blah, blah, blah. He's doing this fucking shit while they're like shredding it's bizarre, yeah. in the background. Though. It's bizarre music. But he was on four of their albums, um, and uh, he ended up recording a, It's a Bad Song. Christmas man. in Hell or whatever that Jingle one? Hell. Jingle Hell, yeah. It's so yeah. bad, The dude. name it's is bad. So bad. I'll be honest, all of it's kind of terrible. This is way. especially terrible, because it's like, it's got the metal pacing, which means you have really to be- He's actually a good singer, though. You'd ha- yeah, he is a good singer, but in order to speed it up from opera pacing mm. to metal pacing, it's just like- Jingle hell, jingle hell, like just cut. It's cuts oh, wow. in his audio track to speed it up. Um, but I'm not talking too much shit because it debuted at number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow! And it went up to uh, number 18, 18 yeah. making wow. him the oldest living performer to ever enter the top 20. Wow! Because he was, yeah, he was 91 when it hit number. <clears throat> What's 18. that say about people's fucking tastes? Yeah. You know. I mean, it's a funny song. The lyrics I guess, are funny. I guess, I guess just, if you know who it is and you know what it is, like yeah. that's that's probably what it is. And you just saw him. You love him in Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, and now he's doing metal. You're gonna yeah. fucking do it, you know. Um, hmm. But he released that's the, al- the album cover. Look at that. It's shit. a bad cover, dude. <laughs> he released um, an album called Metal Night on his 92nd birthday, which covered Frank Sinatra's "My Way" as metal. Uh, the impossible dream, um, uh, songs from fucking the, the songs from the opera Carmen and man of La Mancha and Frank Sinatra. I mean, I guess if you, I guess if you love doing that, you know, like that's his passion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, I mean, it's the David Hasselhoff thing. Like David Hasselhoff should not fucking sing or act, but he did. Yes. Like it's just one of those things. Right. yeah, he's so he's doing it, it fucking happened, he's doing know? hardcore metal at yeah. 92. Oh, Steve Foster just messaged me that his dad was an extra in the movie 1941 and got to hang out with Dan Aykroyd. Nice. Yeah, that's fucking cool. You tell him I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, tell him that movie flopped. Doesn't have his father's that movie love. flopped, bro. Yeah. And yeah. then there was an album called Hollywood Oh, he had Vampires. a message you he can he couldn't tell you on the live. Well, probably because I wouldn't see it. I get this buzz in my hand. I'm True. glancing down here. He was in an album called Hollywood Vampires by a group a musical group that was, this is fucking, I have to find this. I didn't listen to it because um, I didn't see this one part. So it's an album that's Johnny Depp, who's supposedly a really talented musician, yeah. um, Alice Cooper, Christopher Lee, and fucking Joe Perry. Hmm. If I would have read Joe Perry fucking, earlier, yeah. I would have already listened to this. What's Joe Perry? He's, what is he from? Journey? 
Oh, yeah. No shit. Yeah. Dude. That's like that name sounded familiar. <laughs> Fuck. That's a weird or no, fucking... That's, no, that's... that's Steve Perry? Is that Steve Perry? Who's fucking Who's Joe, Perry? Joe Perry? Yeah, and I got me fucked up. I got me fucked Steve up. Steve Joe Perry. The singer. Joe yeah. Perry. Uh, Joe Perry. Known as Joe Perry American and professionally known as founding member lead. I think Joe Perry sounds like Joe, Joe Pesci and you heard Steve Perry. And it just sounds uh, like I just saw Perry. Like, yeah. Stuck up. Oh, he's the lead guitarist of Aerosmith. Okay. So, yeah. so Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper, Joe Perry, and... Uh, Christopher Lee. Oh, yeah. Right here on the Wikipedia. Uh, Perry performing with Hollywood vampires. Yep. That's it. It's like that's the picture that fucking they use. Nice. So. <laughs> huh. Interesting. So then uh, he, I guess he was in London at the end of his life. So in 2015, he got admitted for respiratory problems and heart failure uh, shortly after his 93rd birthday. Um, so he died on D-Day plus five, 2015. Um the prime minister praised him. Um, he won the, you know, he was in, in memoriam at the Academy Awards that year, et cetera. But uh, yeah, so, um, and out of all of that, he said that his best performance was when he played the founder of the country of Pakistan, uh, Muhammad Ali Jannah, in the movie called Jannah from 1998. And he said that the best film he's ever been in was Wicker Man from 1973. Hmm. So he liked that movie. He did. I did too, man. I only saw it once and it was a while ago, but I was really blown away by how fucking bizarre and haunting that movie is. That's crazy. The the Hollywood vampires, the super group, uh, Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp and Joe Perry. Alice Cooper formed it after a celebrity drinking club he had in the 1970s. Nice. uh, Called the Hollywood vampires. That's awesome. So, John Lennon, Ringo Starr, all kinds of people have played fucking, through it. Well, no, it was a drinking club. Oh, that was the oh, that was fuck, the club, dude. Yeah, so they just kind of probably hung out and drink. Yeah, I feel like Johnny you know. Depp could fucking just drink you under the table. Fuck like, yeah, he could. Know. He could fist a bitch. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch any of that. I just know like little tidbits. I did like the that. funny clips that were on the fucking. Yeah. They're probably they weren't even real because half the shit was like chopped up. Chopped you know, up, like wearing different yeah, clothes yeah, all of a sudden. Fucking funny though, yeah. but I just I just know that just from fucking yeah, people I saw, saying. I, shit. I watched some. Hilarious. I saw some, I saw a lot of longer clips that weren't edited or fucked yeah. with, and I was pretty blown away by how cool some of the collected shit, yeah. he was. Yeah, I think we talked thing. about it. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking, that's I think funny. we talked about it on I just find it episode. funny, like, that, that people get so <clears throat> caught up in that shit. Yeah. I don't watch any of it. Good for you. Good you for did you. good. You We're did. good to go? You did good. good. Let's go. go. All right. Social media retarded. winner for this episode. You going? I thought you were going to do it. I was like, I is going to be Khan Baki, K-H-N-B-A. KKI the on Instagram. The old Kanbaki. Kakbaki. I ordered that, actually. What, Kanbaki? Kanbaki. area you had. You had Kakbaki? A little bit in high school. Yeah, but, a little bukaki yeah. on the Kakbaki. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, going to get a, a sticker pack <laughs> from Printer Cheap, and Frankie Pitch is going to reach out to you uh, for participating on Instagram. He's going to appreciate that. Pack his buka- pack his Kanbaki. What is it? In the bukaki. In the bukaki. Yes. Yeah, with the pukaki. Yes. Yeah. Peacocky. Yeah, the peacocky. Get a little, don't get a peacocky on me. <laughs> Part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. <laughs> Go to podbelly.com. Is that even where you left off at? What's that? I think you just skipped. I did, yeah. It was like a record. No, I went from uh, social media where to Podbelly. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, your clipboard there. I see that. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm going to go to the grocery store and get my hat, get my shirt. I can totally do it. That yeah, you can take a rep at your service. I can walk the walk and talk the talk. Yeah. Speak. 
How do I get your business? My today? name is my name is yeah. Trent Van Castle. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, I guess say Gary Coleman. They'd be like, really, <clears throat> yeah. really. Have yeah. you ever seen that show, Different Strokes? Like, no, I've never heard of it. No, I haven't. Yeah. Someone said that to yeah. me before, though. That's the only time I did hear it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, anyways, mm-hmm. go to podbelly.com. If you uh, need to learn how to podcast, there's all kinds of instructional content over there, and you can also find other cool podcasts. Um, also, we're brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious. It's, it's delicious. You can put it in your mouth hole. You can give the gift of flavor if you already you already done had it and have it. Buy some more. Give it to someone. If you already bought it all and you got all the flavors, buy it for someone else. Let them start their journey of flavor. The journey of flavor. Wow. <laughs> this happened. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I get uh, that domain. Yeah, I do. You guys are going to start. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not that excited. Welcome about that. to the journey of flavor. Uh, but you can find it in the wild. And if you do take a picture, tag them and tag us. Uh, that does us uh, wonders because they see how impactful we are in engagement. Mm-hmm. And that when we say it, people do it. So go buy some, please. It helps us a lot and they'll appreciate us. Um, you can also go to shop and you can buy it and swag and all kinds of cool stuff that they have. That is just merch related to their brand, but it's fucking kind of awesome. If you're a fan, you can you can support it. So go do that, um, or you can get it at most major grocery stores. If you're outside the U.S., you can get it at mexgrocery.co.uk. Um, but most places, there's good distribution now. You can find it. There's, yeah, there's no excuses. There's, yeah. a, no, there's, a, guy, there's a guy that goes jiu-jitsu with me that has mm-hmm. one arm. Yeah. There ain't no excuses. Exactly. You know what he, I mean? he can only hold the clipboard. He can't even point where the techo should go. No. You know? No. He's not getting hired. I'm not hiring that guy. What? That's against the law, probably. He's a fucking veteran. That's against the law. It's against the law, but I'm not hiring him. Yeah, you fucking weasel. Not for the techo job. Why? He can work work at the computer shop. You got to show that you're friendly to everybody. He has to hold a clipboard on point. He can do that. One hand. He could like this. Yeah. Yeah, He can hold it with one hand. I take it back. I take it back. Good to go. All right. What's he pointing at? Where does it matter? The hot sauce should be. Yeah. Here. You see here. You take the chupupa down. You gotta make it tangible. You take it right there. Yeah, if it's tangible, yeah. you take one down. You make this yeah, would be the I spot. See. This yeah. is where it would you go. you remove the Tecoxco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tecoxco. You know what I would do to solve that situation is I would create like a you really make him cool grow an looking arm? no an El Yucateco uh, like a clipboard holster. This could mm. get weirder. For this <clears> so he's got this. the clipboard and he's in clipboard mode, and then oh. like right. an El Yucateco branded clipboard Magnetically holster. Goes down there, yeah. And then that's like some Danny McBride shit. And then he's got the clipboard. Like, what if I show up at the Sasquatch though? Yeah. Oh, Let's come running weird. in there and fucking tackle the shelf. Yeah, I'm a uh, Sasquatch, you, uh, with like, but I have like the beer helmet in with the straws, but it's got Teco in it and shit. Dave could be the hot sauce man, mm, like instead like of the yeah. Kool Aid man, fucking comes busting through the fucking yeah. hot sauce. Shelf. Yeah, no, nah, it's got to be something different though. Flavor, like, you have to say flavor. Ah, spicy. Yeah, <laughs> CC. What's CC? C. Like yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. You have to say, si por flavor. Si por flavor. This is my favorite. My favorite. This is my favorite sauce. Si por flavor. It's too much. It's got to just be a couple of syllables. Yeah, that's too much. And then I'm dressed like a giant bottle of El Yucateco black. Yeah. Get the the sewing, bitches. Who's out there that's (laughs) seamstress? Somebody needs to make this shit. I'm going to send you some measurements. We need a 5X Teco bottle. We're going to do this shit. Oh, see? <laughs> How about we just Velcro that around you? Let's make it easy. Just do that. Put some little eye holes up there. That's fucking weird. a crude weird. little That'd be slit. weird. It needs, to be, it needs to be felt. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be like More fucking, 3D. It needs, yeah. like yeah, needs to be like a uh, um, cosplay costume. 
We gotta keep mean? this a skill. It's gonna be a big ass bottle. You're six well, five. It's gonna be a huge bottle. And the neck it's of the bottle is not gonna start to your shoulder. It could be the. It could be the. It, it could be the gallon right bottle. The, yeah. It could be the gallon jug. Oh, you, know I mean? the, oh, you can be the, <laughs> you can be the handle, yeah. 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 So all that's not happening, but it would be fun. It was a nice thought. Nice thought experiment. Check out Elucateco. Yeah, com. They love us. And that's why it works, because we do shit like that. Yeah. We say you shit like that. just put that shit in your head like it really happened. But there was didn't. that time we drove all over in the van, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. amazing. That was never really released that footage, though. Time no, of my life. Didn't. Time yeah. of my life. It was, it was a great summer. Yeah. Um, also check out except for you kept cheap. trying to give us hand jobs in the that hand. part that was, was awkward weird. you know he's like it's cold weird. I'm just getting warm I shouldn't warm my hands and by the way he, he was, was trying to give us, he was trying to give us hand jobs in a van and we weren't even driving in a van no yeah. no it was weird it was weird <laughs> and I'm not cold. even gonna get started on the hotel room yeah. no Mm-mm. yeah that was weird no, my feet were cold <laughs> my feet are cold. You're always cold. Give me some guys, of that hot cock. My feet guys, are cold. We were in Florida. My, guys, my mouth is so cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the only reason I didn't stick my dick in I'm it. All, come it here. cold. This slushy, been warm, this slushy made my mouth freezing. <laughs> come here. Oh, man. Oh, Florida slushy. <laughs> the Florida slushy. <laughs> Well, we oh, found swamp the, dick. Hey, moral of the story, <laughs> we found the techo, though, okay? Yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 we found it. Yeah, we always coast, found it. And my gag coast. reflex. Yeah, coast yeah. to coast, so, yeah. Printdirtcheap.com, you can uh, get stickers and our printed goods by using code SOFAKINGPODCAST to save some money. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out, oh yeah, they love it. And our new potential sponsor, if you're listening, that's how we're going to do it for you, too. Okay? Just letting you know. Sounds crazy and unorthodox, but yeah, it works. Weird. You just got to go with it. You got to go with it. You got to go with it. No one's getting offended because no. the people that are listening to this no. expect it. They're, yeah. already, they're used to this shit. Yeah. And the ones they're that get offended just quit listening. Exactly. Good. You and even if them. this was their first episode, if they would have got offended by that, they quit listening. Long time ago. Like, yeah. By Long the time, time Christopher Lee was getting out of the SOE, they were already out of yeah. this. They're out. Yeah. So also check out Two Day Banners. That's the number two, daybanners.com. Uh, you can get a banner as quick as 48 hours. So if you've got a business or a podcast or a band or a fucking soccer team, whatever you would need a banner for, playing a practical joke on your friend and putting a nine-foot cock on the wall, go for it with grommets in 48 hours. They can do it. Um, so go check that out. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees at jimmydstees.com. Um, he makes a lot of our silkscreen uh, printed goods that we sell on our website. Um, at silverkingpodcast.com forward slash shop. If you want to support us, that's one way you can do it. Go over there and get a t-shirt and I will put it in a bag and I will fucking send it to your porch. That's how I do it. That's where I assume it. Porch. Right. Yeah. What if they don't have porch. a porch? What if they live in an apartment? Like Santa Claus. What if you don't have a fucking oh, chimney? It just happens. It comes through the dryer vents. That's oh, wow. where Santa Claus comes through. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I learned that from Punky Brewster. What if your dryer is mat? Mm, you better be hanging out. He knows you go on Wednesday. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It'll just be there on Wednesday. Everything, mail slots, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he can, he can fit through all. He's magic, dude. He'll get there, man. Whole world mm. makes it happen. Um, also, <clears throat> check out SKR Apparel at suikerapparel.com. Use code SOFAKING to save 10%. Keep your eye out for that new design, the exclusive I Worked at PetSmart t shirt. Um, <laughs> that's going to be there. Is that also, what it check says? out. I don't know, man. I only saw the, I only saw the like prototype. Mm. Looks cool, though. Um, also check out uh, Retro Vague. You can use code 80skids to save some money there. And as always, check out the Mind Frame podcast. Dave threw me for a twist last episode because I was like, I, I thought I knew what to expect a little bit, which is saying something for Mind Frame. And now he said there's a twist and a character did something else that's making it something crazy different. and different. So I'm like, nah, I don't know what the fuck to think. I'm trying to think what the fuck's happening. Mm. 
Anyways, go check it out across all listening platforms. If there is a podcast platform, it is there. If it's not, message me and I'll submit the fucking RSS and it will be there. Yes. That's all I got. So, <clears throat> quick patron shout out. Um, we have a patron named uh, Amber Trevino. Mm. And uh, she... That's Joe Trevino's daughter. Yeah. She sent me you know, uh, some... Li- she, she's a, she's trying to get into pop music. Yeah. And she yeah. sent me lyrics. She's stuck on a song. And, she was uh, confused that it was pop, pop music. No, it's pop. It's pop. It's like a poppy thing. She sent me. Uh, she sent me the lyrics, and she said she wanted help finishing it. And uh, um, I see what this is. I see it's, where this is going. So it starts, and she because her name's Amber, and she's saying, "My name is Am Am. This is my jam jam." Yeah, and that was all she had. Oh right. Yeah. And I was like, "That's. I don't know if you're. I mean, we can help her with the lyrics, but I was like, yeah. <clears throat> I was expecting a lot more." When she said, I just need help with the ending. Well, mm. It sounded a lot like Pop That Coochie. The mm. thing is, like, mm-hmm. the, the rhythm of it and all. What you got, Brad? Am, am, jam, jam. Yeah, yeah it's not a lot to work with. Yeah, two can, can, Sam, Sam. Yeah, that's what I got. Man, for that's an ex-rapper, that's yeah. not good. That's fucking no. real good. That's pop music, buddy. Uh, that's pop right there. That's fucking, that's a hit. I don't know. That's See, I never would have <clears throat> gone there. <clears throat> I think that's brilliant. Two can can Sam Sam yeah, <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Yeah, two like the number two, not not right. what you're thinking. Oh, can we can. need a rapper, right? There needs to be a rapper. Yeah, two can Sam. Yeah, two. No, two can can two can can Sam 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 Sam. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Seems juvenile, but I mean, I, I don't know. Well, so did Am Am Jam Jam. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, exactly. you have to. You can't can't go. I can't get crazy with it. When when it's not crazy, you know what I mean. I mean, people said that Mbop <clears throat> was stupid. Yeah, right. Have you ever listened to the lyrics of that? And it's it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. What about Kid Rock's uh, uh, "Ba with the Ba"? You know what I mean? The bang, the bang, diggity. I'm, bang, I'm, bang, I'm bang. blue, abadi yeah. abada. Yeah. yeah. The fuck they're yeah. saying there. Yeah. Ooh, ah, that one. <laughs> yeah. You know. I can't do it any better than that. Song. I don't know. That, that was shit. terrible, but you know what I mean. Like, the song's terrible. Yeah, Something like that. Yeah. And there's also Janet Delay. Yeah. Not Delay. Capital D. I wish there was a delay in this Capital broadcast L-A-Y. so that I could come up with oh, something to say delay. about that. Janet yeah. Delay. Well, I'm, I don't know. What am I supposed to do here? Is I'm she in, in music too? That's like a rap name, Delay. Well, that would be a good yeah. name. Yeah. There was a delay there. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I wish we had a delay in the yeah. broadcast so I could come up with funny yeah. shit to say. We built one in. Yeah, it was right there. So what's your funny yeah. shit? I, I wasn't ready for the delay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was not, I was not informed. I was told there would be is. snacks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Told there'd be snacks? <laughs> yeah, I was told yeah. there'd be snacks. Yeah. We got food snacks. Yeah. We got snacks. You had jerky yeah. earlier. I don't know what I did with it. I got some cold you fries. You ate it. You got some chihuahua. Yeah. I got unmentionables. Yeah. We got, we, got, we got cold fries and mentionals with a chihuahua. I don't know what else you want. Boom chihuahua. Boom chihuahua. Everybody, want, everybody wishes they knew what the unmentionables yeah. were, but they yeah. don't know. Uh, they don't know. They'll never they guess. Well, one do one person does know. Oh, one person does know. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell these three. Not <laughs> <laughs> two people know. Right. I'm tired. Two people know. Brown Reddit, good all forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King, Brent, Sofa King, Dave. Also, check out Eddie Tech underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Teas, and Podbelly. They'll be returned. Mm-hmm.